Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. My name is Kai Graham and welcome to another episode in my podcast, The Parent and Teen Toolbox, which is designed to equip parents and teenagers with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Hello, my loves. How the devil are you? Um, I I wonder whether or not you are hitting 2022 with a bang or whether or not you're just dipping your toe in the water gently and being kind to yourself. Um, I, to be honest, have found it rather hard to focus, rather hard to get back into the swing of things. And it was only this morning when I read an article in The Guardian, Your Attention Didn't Collapse, It Was Stolen by Johan Harry, um, which made me realise, do you know what? It's not actually all my fault that um, I can't get my act together. I think the thing is, is that we make excuses for ourselves why we can't. And yet I hear quite a lot of parents sort of going, oh, my teen can't concentrate and my teen's really sort of struggling and, and you know, why are they so lazy and all they do is they're sort of, you know, they're, they're tied to their devices and if only they'd learn. And actually it's a problem that is not really of your teens making so much. It's how they are reacting to the environment that um, has been created for them, to be honest. And in the Guardian article, um, Johan Harry, he, he uh, quoted Professor Barbara Deminer, and I'm sure I pronounced her name wrong, but she's a leading French scientist who said there is no way that we can have a normal brain today, which I thought was a bit worrying because I thought, you know, we are meant to be as a species, we're meant to be developing. And actually, it sounds like we're going backwards a bit. They did um, a small study for college students and found out that they had the attention span of, wait for it, 65 seconds. They also did another study for office workers who were marginally better at the ripe old number of three minutes attention span. So if you put those if you put those statistics together, how the heck are our students and our kids being able to study? How the heck are we being able to get anything done? Um, it's just a bit worrying, really. Um, they, they, um, uh, the, the article went on to quote uh, a Google engineer who is um, the most important philosopher of attention in the Western world, and his name is James Williams. <laughs> And he basically said the solution isn't individual abstinence. We really shouldn't. And, and, and to that, that point, we shouldn't be sort of saying to our teenager, it's all their fault. They've got to go and sort it. Um, Williams went on to sort of say that we really need to address the systemic issues that are going on in our environment, in our society and in the world as a whole. So on the back of that, I started looking at our lifestyle um, that we are leading at the minute. If you look at the way we eat, 
there is so much more fast food. Um, TV dinners are a norm now, and so you know it's it's a rarity that people or families sit down and eat regularly um, at a, a, at the kitchen table. I mean, you know, some families don't even have kitchen or dining tables. Um, so how on earth can they sit down and sort of eat and communicate together? It's a hell of a lot easier for everyone just to, especially when you've got teenagers where they come and go and they're, you know, sort of their, their meal times sort of all their hunger times seem to sort of, you know, never coincide with meal times anyway. Um, but it's it's hard for, you know, sort of people, or is it hard? That's the question. Is it that hard for us to be able to say, do you know what? One of the house rules is, is we're going to sit down and eat. We've just become accustomed to not eating together. We have the TV dinners. We have the sort of the fast food, the ready meals, the processed food. Um, what's wrong with the sort of the, the Sunday roast? What's wrong with assuming that or, or, or setting that boundary that actually, no, we need to communicate with one another we need to switch off all devices and actually sit down and eat as a family together but it's not just at home is it it's it's i mean i know with sort of covid and sort of stuff um there, there are regulations about eating and it's sort of you know um you can only sort of stay for 90 minutes or whatever. But I mean, prior to that, it's well, and this is this is based on, you know, sort of profit. But many restaurants have a, a sort of, you know, an early and a late sitting. But but also the fact that we, we are going for sort of the drive through option. You know, it's everything. It, everything is on the go. Everything is busy. Everything is time is um, of the essence. And we're not learning to slow down. If you... If you take the world of work, we are expected, maybe it's it, whether or not it's the companies or whether or not it's our bosses or whether or not it's ourselves, but we assume that we need to be contactable the whole time. And we, many workers sort of say that they feel under pressure, that they can't leave their desk because if they don't answer an email within 15 minutes, it shows that they're slacking. I mean, what pressure does that put people under? And, and you know, we, we have the advantage, in air quotes, of emails and WhatsApp sort of groups to make conversations faster and shorter and substitute us being able to have real life conversations. I mean, I'm as guilty as the next person. I would, dare I say, I would much rather send a text than have a conversation on the phone. What's all that about? And I think that going back to that need for um, being accountable for your time at work, I, I was just, whilst I was reading this article, I thought, you know what, I am falling into that trap. I, I don't take coffee breaks any longer. I sit at my desk with, I have two flasks so that I don't have to go downstairs to make a cup of tea. I mean, that's just bonkers. And I am my own boss. And yet I'm sitting here sort of thinking, well, I've got to use that time as best I can. Now, admittedly, that's, you know, in fairness, I do have um, 
I, I do have a, a, a very varied day that, that, and maybe it's down to focus. Maybe it's my lack of focus. But I, I'm not terribly good at sort of going today is a client day or today is a podcasting day or whatever. Um, I need to have variety on an hourly basis, literally. So I've, I've, today is, which happens to be a Friday, today is my, um, has run, well, I've had one call already. I'm doing a couple of hours of podcasting recording. I am meeting girlfriends for lunch. I've got a massage and then I'm going back to a mastermind call in the evening. So that for me is variety. And for me, I think that's balance as well. But is it just because I can't focus or is it because I, I'm i going to give myself the benefit of the doubt? And so, well, actually, no, it's a bit of both because I can't focus on one thing. I, it, it bores me. So, yeah, maybe I am a product of that environment that has been created for us. Studies have shown, and, and it's, you know, if you sort of think about it, it makes perfect sense. Our brains are quite... They're very advanced, but also they're quite primitive. Our brains cannot multitask. Our brains have single thoughts going on. I mean, the thing is, you've probably heard, you can't be um, sort of, you know, um, upset if you are expressing gratitude at the same time. A bit like you can't focus on, you know, well, you can't, let's say, you can't focus on, on driving and texting at the same time. That's a great example. Um it's, it, and and what happens is when we try and multitask, when we try and convince ourselves that no 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 I'm I'm okay you know I I I can do all this together we're basically juggling we're basically spinning plates and whilst you are you know might you might be sort of sitting there it's a bit like you know you're you're doing a task let's say sort of me doing this podcast and say if I suddenly decide oh quick look there's a text coming through I'll just stop the podcast and um, I shall read this text quickly it might only take. I don't know, five seconds, but there is an effect of it. It's called the switch cost effect, which I then have to go back to my podcasting in this instance. And it takes me a while to recalibrate my brain to say, okay, so where was I here? And it doesn't matter if it, if you're, I don't know, sort of, you, you know, you're, you're, um, sort of, doing some, let's say your kids are doing some homework and then they suddenly start scrolling. Whatever it is, it's that switch cost effect. And studies have proven that if you are allowing these interruptions in the whole time, your productivity reduces by 20%. So how the heck can we multitask when we are permanently sort of you know, beholden to our phones. How can our kids multitask when they too are, mum, I'm just doing my homework with their phones in their rooms. And I think the thing thing is, you know, it's it's not just putting, you know, as I, as we, I said earlier, it's not just putting the onus on our kids to do better. If you think about our attention span, if you think about, you know, the, the fact that we and our kids especially, are struggling to maintain focus for a long period of time. Why the heck are their school lessons set at, an, well, 40 minutes? And students and, and Zoom calls, they usually last an hour. What, what, what the heck's that all about? Our kids can't even focus for that long. So it, it, it would maybe benefit from, and this is great for studying because we can start influencing the way, um, you know, our, our kids study 
maybe you know at home maybe not so much at school and adhering to the timetables but um pay attention and you can go and google the pomodoro effect that's actually italian for um tomato but hey it's it's basically um it's it's a way of breaking down study times and i'm i find this works quite well from you know sort of my own work is break it down into 20 minute chunks and then take 5 minutes off and another 20 minute chunk and then five minutes off and then your final 20 minute chunk. So that's your hour gone. And then you can have a longer break. And that allows the brain. It's sort of training the brain back to it's that whether or not, it, you know, it's that sort of Pavlov's dog. It's a bit of sort of do the work, get the reward, do the work, get the reward. But I think the thing is, is acknowledging that our brains are very different to how they um, or are not how they used to be, that's unfair. Our brains are working differently now than they used to in the past. And we need to acknowledge that, that it's not just our kids' problems. Well, it's 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 not their fault, but it's helping them to find a solution to the problem so that, well, we get off their back, let's face it, and we give them a better solution to how we are all operating at the minute. To be honest, somewhere along the lines, we need to um we need to hold the tech giants accountable we need to and the 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 people who develop these social media platforms because their business model is to keep us hooked and i'm as guilty as the next person um and and it's i think whether or not we are help our kids by setting timers whether or not you know but without Without the judgment, I think that's the thing because we're permanently saying, oh, well, you know, it's it's their fault. And it's not. It's the way that these business models are designed to react to the way our brains are wired. And they have trained us to, um, to, to, to become sort of more dependent. It's that quick fix of dopamine. It's that... You know, it's that need to keep on reaching for, for our phones. And it's not just the teenagers here. It's all of us, for goodness sake. And again, my my bad. I signed up to an app which is called Blinkist, which helps you read a book in 10 minutes. Well, I mean, seriously, because time is of the essence and we're all busy people. And yet, so they're sort of basically shoving a book in, 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 in 10 minutes and telling me what it's all about great um but i think we're missing the point i think we're missing the nuances and 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 i just think it's such a shame and it's something that we really need to be aware about when facebook lives came out um i think in 2016 i was one of the first to jump on the bandwagon um and my lives used to be 30 45 minutes something like that uh, my facebook lives and now because I saw engagement, I mean, you know, well, not only I, I, I saw engagement drop a bit, but actually what it was, was that it was taking up too much of my time, to be honest. And so now what, what you're finding is statistics are showing that um, what people are wanting more of are one minute reels. Well, what's that all about? So, you know, we are we are going from um again it's just i don't have time just give me the you know sort of give me the 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 magic pill give me the solution i don't want to hear all the sort of information i just need to get what i'm looking for quickly and fast and that's that's the way it's gone i mean it's a bit like if you think about tv for goodness sake um 
I, I actually start programs 15, 20 minutes after they have started, if I'm watching, air quotes, live TV, because then I can fire through the adverts. So I don't have to sit through the adverts. And woe betide, I, I, I start a, a, a series and I have to wait a full week for the next episode to be released. I, I would, personally, I would just wait until it's, you know, so we're, we're sort of, three or four episodes in so I can just bench it. it. It's just, it's just, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just how different we are operating. I mean, you know, in when, when I was young, we sort of had sort of three or four TV channels and you, you know, you just had to wait the next week for the next episode to come out. And that's just the way it was, but we have so much more choice now. And I think that's the thing is the fact that we are totally overwhelmed with, what is on offer that we are greedy for everything and so because we're greedy for everything we are only getting bite-sized snapshots of the everything and so we're not really looking into terribly much in any great depth if that makes sense i remember this time last year i was going right okay new me new whatever new year and um i'm going to sort out my exercise regime and i'm going to get it all sort of you know fi fixed and sort of um I, it's going to be absolutely fantastic and i sort of thought right well because it's going to be every single day i'm going to do a hit workout every single day and there are apps and, you know, sort of stuff. And, and some studies have shown that it's very beneficial, but it shouldn't be the solution to an exercise program, in my humble opinion. Um, and these HIIT workouts were eight minutes long. And I thought, well, if you can't do eight minutes exercise, Kai, you know, you know, it, it, that's ridiculous. What I soon realized is that, well, yeah, don't be daft. You'll find excuses not to do it. And so I've gone back to just taking exercise just taking everything less seriously, like uh, uh, less urgently, I think that's the word. Um, so now I am doing 30 minutes of yoga. I am doing sort of um, uh, 20 minutes or 10 minutes of high impact exercise. I am doing sort of 15 minutes of meditation. So imagine that, Kai, you're spending a whole hour doing the exercise that your body and your mind needs. You don't have to try and squeeze everything into eight minutes so that what? So that what? You can go and have time to scroll or the, you can go and have another eight minutes that's free to go and listen to a book. It's just we need, I think, to slow down and we need to acknowledge this need for urgency and this need for busyness is actually not helping us and it's not healthy. That said, to be honest, we have come so far and there are many, many benefits. Um, blimey, I haven't been into our local Tesco's, our big superstore since February 2019 and it's now January 2022. Why? Well, a lot of it has to do with lockdown, but I do online shopping so I can shop from my armchair. How convenient is that? How wonderful is that? And it's also, you know, whilst lockdowns and, you know, were going on the last couple of years, we um, were able still to communicate with our families 
um, more often and using video chat or Zoom calls, which was fabulous. Flip sake, my 81 year old mum's still doing online bridge. Um, you know, she's she's she moved from one part of the country to another and is still regularly in contact with her mates from up north, which is absolutely brilliant. So we, you know, and, and yes, our kids are getting um, instead of the homework diaries, our kids are getting their homework on apps, which is, is it good or is it bad? I don't know, you know, because it, it's just everything is evolving. Everything is different and it's not always bad. That's the thing. We we can't damn tech the whole time. But uh, but I think the thing is, is what we need to do, the solution really is, is to find a balance. Um, I think the need for time is money and everything is urgent and necessary can be a very, very dangerous spiral to get into. I did this, gosh, March last year and, and, and hit burnout um, and had a bit of a meltdown because I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't listening to the signs. Um, I wasn't looking at the signs and I was, I've got to keep going, got to keep going. People need to hear from me and all that bollocks. And um, what happened was I had to take time out. And I, I think I probably, well, actually what happened was I took a week out totally off the grid. I took sort of work time out for probably a month-ish. And um, I've sort of learned to slow down a bit. Hence, hence my massages and girls' lunches and also podcasting and mastermind calls and, you know, all in the same day because for me I need balance and I think the thing is is that the big thing, the big step that we can take, the first thing we need to do is to be aware. Be aware of what's going on and I'm hoping that this podcast has shown you that it's not just blaming our kids that they're addicted to their phones. It's realising that it's the way we eat that breeds this sort of, um, you know, the, 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 this, again, need for make, making everything short and quick and it's our lack of focus or a lack of concentration. So it's the way we eat. It's the way we watch telly. It's the way, flip sake, look, I mean, you know, you can buy something from Amazon and it appears the next day if you're in London. It, it can appear within the hour, for goodness sake. So it's just understanding that the way we operate is different and so therefore the way our kids operate is different to the way we operated as kids but what we need to understand is is it's not their fault it is their reaction to the world that they live in so i would encourage you to get up and get out um I'm going to start having tea breaks again. I'm not going to do this rubbish of sitting and, you know, at my desk for three hours solid because that doesn't help anyone. I'd probably end up scrolling anyway. So I'm going to start having tea breaks and, I don't know, go out into the garden and feed the birds or, you know, talk to my darling husband who is downstairs or make a phone call to my mum or just something. So get up and get out. Um, and start having that one-to-one -one contact again. Start less texting, less, less, less WhatsApping. And maybe if you can't actually physically go and see people, maybe 
Hello, thanks to technology, we can do video chats. But just getting out and maybe shopping local instead of expecting Instagram to, uh, sorry, expecting Amazon to bring stuff to you the next day, go out and shop local. Go and speak to the, the, the people in your neighborhood because that's what we're missing. We, we, we realize, you know, we're soon on a rat race of people, you know, walking along the beach with our nose in the phone, taking selfies and showing, oh, look, we were at the beach and actually not really enjoying what we were, what was right under our very nose. Turn off the notifications. Turn off the beeps. Turn off, you know, I, I now have do not disturb on my phone. Um so that the beeps don't keep coming. Switch off all that sort of bing, 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 bing. Someone's liked your post on WhatsApp. Someone wants to connect on Instagram. Actually, you don't like posts on WhatsApp, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, I, I, I was realising I was getting loads of um, bings on Instagram. Turned out that the majority of them were sort of people that wanted to connect and sort of, you know, show me something rather sinister or try and get me to sign up on, you know, on, and it's just rubbish. It's just stuff that we don't need. So turn off all that stuff. Turn on your out-of-office notifications. Turn on those so that people know you are not contactable 24-7. Set the boundaries that you need to set that keep your sanity because that's important sit down and have proper meal times and yeah okay might have awkward silences to begin with that's that's what happens when you're not quite used to oh oh hello right what are we going to do but maybe if you're with your kids ask them what's the best thing that happened today or what was the thing that you want to do more of or how can we help you? Or just finding out, you know, just maybe tell them about something you read or wh whatever it is. And just reconnect and find out what's going on in, in your kid's world and, and leave the phones aside. That will not be very popular, but do it. There's, <laughs> there's a restaurant in Australia who is offering a 10% discount for people that don't use their phones. So this is a great hit with the parents and it's not so much a great hit with, hit with the kids. Actually, you know, having said that, I, and I've, I've sort of said it before, I remember we were on a skiing holiday and um, I basically took the bread basket, threw a bread roll at each of the family and um, I said, right, put your phones in here. And they were raging with me. This was about four years ago. Absolutely raging. I said, no, 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 absolutely non-negotiable. We are here on holiday, all phones in the bread basket. And I think I had a forfeit for whoever. In fact, I, no, I didn't, even, I didn't even have a forfeit, whoever picked it up first, because it was just non-negotiable. And we had banter and a lot of laughter. I must admit, we were very rowdy one particular mealtime. And some... Um, uh, an Austrian um, family came over or the, the, the dad came over to us and he said um, in his eloquent English, um, I hope I'm not disturbing you. And I thought, oh, crap, he's going to sort of say, you know, could you keep the noise down next time? And he said, thank you. You've just set a great example to my family. We are going to do the same from now on. 
um, we are going to put our phones in the bread basket because you look like you were having so much fun. And that's it, isn't it? It's reconnecting with those you love. Um, so just more to the point, though, whilst you're doing all this, be kind to you. Be kind to your kids because, yes, it is a, an adjustment. And these devices, the, the social media platforms, everything, it is wired. We are wired be it for food or TV or social media, as I just said. We are wired for convenience. We are wired for that instant gratification. And so it's a learned response. So the beauty of it is that we can unlearn it and we can learn to slow down. We can learn to eat meals together. We can learn to meditate. And it's okay if your mind's a jumble. But the more you practice, the less jumbled it becomes. And we can learn to exercise for longer than eight minutes. And we can learn that reading a book may indeed take a couple of weeks as opposed to 10 minutes. All of that is okay. But I think the big thing to realise is let's not berate our kids for being a product of the environment that has been created for them by the adults. Anyway, sending you much, much love and I shall speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you found this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. <laughs> because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.